Uno, dos, tres, tres, cuatro. Camera sync, mic, mic sync, camera. Hey, how you doing? It's the West Coast Teal, the best with the geo flow. Hardest, regardless, any artist live and direct, I do this shit for a check. And goddamn, my arms are tired for flying in. You know what I mean? I am here to talk to you about some bullshit. I'm the pastor on the pulpit. I got my Nike boots on, and I'm aggressively going to get into this bag of weed. My name is Tower, T-O-W-E-R. Money and power, they call me child. You know, I've been around, I've done things, I've handled my business. I'm here live on this motherfucker talking to y'all. My language is vulgar, I'm aggressive, my hair is undone, so it's wrapped up. You know what I mean? We're gonna chit chat and we're gonna move forward on this right now. I got my little bitty mic, you know, and it's the first one. We finna do it like this. I got the what's the name in front of me with the what you call in my hand. If y'all know me, y'all know what I'm about. You know what I mean? I do a few things that people recognize me for. They might see me in the streets and be like, hey, Tyler, what you up to? What you on? I'm like, shit, I ain't on shit. But actually, I'm on your bitch. You know, at the same time, I'm not being vulgar or negative, disrespectful or anything like that. I'm just being aware of the man I am. My boy Chad in the building. We over here at the OG spot, secret location. You know what I mean? I am on camera. I will look away. So don't get mad. I'm reading notes. I'm, you know, rolling marijuana. I'm doing things like that. Hey, sponsors. Marijuana sponsors. I have one. Unicorn Farm, great place to buy your marijuana if you're in California. We don't ship out. We don't ship out. Hey, we're not with slavery or the marijuana. We're not shipping none of this shit out. But back to what I was talking about. I'm getting a few texts. I got salute. Threads Culture and Fashion, great clothing store in the greater Bay area. Ran by a dude named Chris McMichael. He just became the city of Oakland's uh manufacturer for all their, their their shirts and designs and hoodies and whatnot. He just got his first thing. This man making banners and shit. He's working for the Teamsters. So you know we getting down with the mile. If I got a nigga to work for the Teamsters, it's on. I'm finna start putting Cambodian breast milk on tow trucks and sending them across New Jersey and shit. Yeah, that's a whole different wild conversation. But so um, we're here today on this uh I'm gonna say this like episode seventeen, because y'all just late. You know what I'm saying? That's how I'm coming into it. Like, well, all this, like, well, who is this? What is he talking about? Where is he at? I don't even worry about it. I be everywhere. You know, I be with a lot of people. You know what I mean? I inspire the gremlins. You know what I mean? Shout out to uh, Pesh Mayweather for the sponsorship of this uh, conglomerate marijuana here. That's that's why I said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said it. I put it out there. Um, you know, I got a few topics, but this is not your normal podcast type situation. This is. This is some nigga talk. This is this is how I feel about things. But I'm known to be the filter. I'm known to have ideas, concepts, feelings, and opinions that people come to me for. They talk to me about it all the time. They say, Tower, what's going on? What you up to? How you feel about this? And I give them my opinion. What a F. So I just decided to monetize this shit. You know what I mean? That's what we're going to do with this shit. And then we're going to progress we, in the future. We're going to have different camera angles and guest assists and different mic setups. Assists. You know, black folks put assists on stuff. So, you know what I mean? Because niggas call me towers and I'll be about to, boy. So, you know, we're going to evolve. We're going to grow. But right now, we're going to establish. We're going to put this seed in the ground. We're going to prepare y'all to come back, communicate, see what's going on. Build your interest up. You know what I mean? Today is Sunday. It's the beginning of the year. We're in the first year of our Lord, 2023. It is January 8th. And I am tired for hire. And I'm the bro with the beard. And this ain't even what we own right now. We just letting you know that if you got that little porno tape DVD in your house and it said Ham Slappers 27, that means you missed 26 episodes already. 
You just late, bro. We've been doing this. Niggas know me for talking. I've been talking to niggas for a long time. A lot of these niggas outside and men and women, because we're not going to separate the ignorant from the intelligent. But a lot of niggas out there have thrived off my information. They, they pay me for it. So what I'm going to start doing, I'm going to start funneling some of this information. Keyword funnel. I'm going to funnel some of this information to you. I'm going to start talking to you. I'm going to start talking to some of my constituents and my sociable circle and my pining them. You know what I'm talking about? Goddamn pining them. You know? We're going to give a shout out, though. I just the last shout out I'm giving. I don't do all this salute niggas that ain't on my show shit. But I'm a shout out to Cool Club. I'm a shout out Iron Fist Cook Up, Street Politician, Threads Culture and Fashion, Unicorn Farm, and all of y'all listening, watching, and soaking up this game. Rest in peace to Sinful to Pete, man. I'm going to say that one time, man, because I'm a nigga that used to sit there and listen to Sinful chop it up and talk that real talk and pop that real pee. And my partner gone, man, you know what I mean? And I didn't physically know that nigga, but he was a partner to me. That's how much I listened to him, you know what I'm saying? But on another note, if you ain't got no game in you, go listen to Sinful to P on YouTube. Go check him out. He got like eight, nine years of motherfucking footage. Like, you not going to you know, miss nothing. It's game. It's unadulterated, too. So if you don't like how I talk, you probably not going to like how he talk. He a P. I don't, you know, I just shit on niggas. Listen to me. We getting there. We getting focused. We got shit going. I got chargers around me. I'm going to plug this motherfucker up right here on a whole bitch. Oh, wait a minute. That's USB 3. Yeah. Technology. Let me tell you about that. I was trying to get some stuff done today before we even came to film. Wasn't able to get done because the young lady that I was interacting with on the phone was unable to process the technology she had in front of her. She was the receiver of the information. She was the receptionist on the call. But apparently she was new. She didn't know how to use the computer. This was a local company. This was not internationally. India, you know, darker, darker. Yeah, I'm disrespectful, racist, and all that shit. But I'm going to have some darkers here and some other people that I'm going to disrespect right here while they disrespect me. So anyway, the lady could not use the computer. And I was trying to guide her through it, even though I was on the phone. But I understood what she needed to do because I've done this process before. But she was like, hold on, give me a second. I'm new. Just give me, give me, be patient with me. She kept throwing that one at me. And I'm like, ma'am, did you, uh, sir, I know what, but, I, but you just told me you didn't know. So now I just, you know, a question to the world. Y'all talk about it in the comments. Hit me up in my DM, whatever. Tower for hire on everything. Uh, do you have issues trying to get, business things done or accomplish things in Georgia. Like if you live in Georgia, I'm in the Georgia area, the Atlanta area. Is efficiency an issue? Like you try to go, you know, do paperwork, filing, things of that nature. Is it always some kind of physical hurdle for you to actually accomplish the goal of the day based on the interactions that you have with the people in the region? Or is it just incompetence everywhere? Because me, I go all over the place. I travel a lot. I deal with a lot of people. And when I'm out and about, things move smoothly in different regions, different states, ask people different questions. And, like, I'm not going to be biased about this. I'm going to have some real goddamn, you feel me, Georgia nigga come on here and talk about this goddamn subject, any subject that I talk about. This is not a hidden platform. I'm not hiding behind no keyboards. I'm not no motherfucking typer of the tweets. And I'm going to be right in your face. But my nigga's going to be honest with me. And competence in, 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 in getting things done in a right manner and and just in time and just based on what you said. Okay, if you said it's going to be done Monday at 2 o'clock and I come at one fifty-five on 2 o'clock Monday 
And it should be done in five, ten minutes. Well, it might have already been done, and you're just waiting for me to come pick it up. What I assume how business goes. But then I learned that, baby, <laughs> you can sit down right here. We got some sweet tea for you. Just give me a second. Let me go in the back. Let me check out. Let me see. Hold on. What's your name again? Now, we done did this 37 times. I done been here for 45 minutes. But they just won't tell me that my shit ain't ready. They didn't tell me to come back another time. Now, they done wasted my time and fucked off my day. To put me behind in schedule. But what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to be mad? Am I supposed to be disgruntled? Am I supposed to be aggressive? I'm, I just wait. Now, I've been in this place for years, though. My G, I'm to tell you, I've been around a long time, coming to the city, long time. I'm still waiting on some shit. I think the lady ain't finished working on the thing. She, you know, the lady at the place with the thing. Everybody know about this. There's a lady at the place, at the thing, that do the stuff. I know y'all know her. So yeah, I talked to the lady at the place at the thing, and she got me waiting, and I'm still waiting. And they gave me some sweet tea to sit in the lobby and wait, but years have gone by. I forgot what I even came for. That's how it goes with me. Everywhere I go, checkers, you know, try to get an EBT card. Uh, go, to, go to DMV. DMV is hilarious in Georgia. Have you ever seen DMV in the mall? I went to South DeKalb Mall. It was DMV in there. They said to get your ID, you go to the other DMV. This is the car DMV. You don't need to be here. You just need identification. You just need to go over here in South DeKalb Mall. Nick, why is the mall got the... I don't know. I went to another state. It wasn't even called a DMV. I was so confused. I didn't understand. I'm looking for the DMV. I'm trying to get an ID so I go scam something. You know what I mean? Something like that. Act, give me a residency or something. They like, it's not, what's the DMV? The Department of Motor Vehicles. Nigga looked at me goofy. He said it was called something else. It was the IBC or something. I said, that sounds like an infection. That sounds like what Cameron got, IBS or something. I was confused, confused. But as you learn, as you travel, I'm going to tell you all this, traveling is really probably the biggest part of education. Like You could read a lot. You could experience a lot. But you probably won't understand it until you travel and see people in their natural habitat experiencing those things and taking those steps and actually thriving in the things that you've heard about so you can see the normalcy of it. With with, with travel, that's what everybody needs to travel. Just travel. Just get jump on the bus. Go to your auntie house and ask her for a ride even further. Then get dropped off at your nephew's house and go further. Jump on a Greyhound, go further. Get on a bus, go further. Go on a train, a plane, go further. And as you travel, you'll learn so much about yourself because whatever you assumed, whatever you perceived, whatever you thought will be questioned in your travels. And then when you inquire with the people in those locations, most likely they're not going to agree with your thought process. They're not going to disagree, but they'll have another way of doing things. And travel helps. And in my travels, I've learned incompetence is strong in the city, in the city of Atlanta and the goddamn state of Georgia because I travel. And I'm a California nigga, so this is going to make it biased to begin with. Nigga, like, this old California nigga trying to tell us how it is in Atlanta. He don't know shit. Cool, bro. Cool, bro. Cool, bro. I've been in the city a long time. I done played around. But I do understand that it's an issue that a lot of people have. If you watch Fox 5, you see the city failing constantly. So much shit going on. And it's always done with the legislator and the lawmakers and people. That means going to pen. They throwing these niggas under the jail. They getting fined for scamming and bribing. So that let you know the business ain't flowing right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, at the end of the day, who's doing it right? I remember a few years ago, they was they was uh, incarcerating teachers. Because they said the teachers were uh, pushing niggas through school on D's and F's. 
just to get their funding and keep it going. Hey, if you're going to hustle, hustle. But don't hustle the education, though, man. You know what I mean? You didn't make no smarter niggas. So you got to think, okay, that happened like four or five years ago. And then them motherfuckers in jail, boom, boom. Them niggas go to school, da, 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 all this shit. Okay, what happened? The niggas in the workforce that's like 24, 25 years old is them niggas. So you have issues with these young folks. And I say young folks, like the, the, the workforce, young niggas is, is ignorant. Like you talk to these niggas, they have no emotional control. They like got an attitude about having an attitude. Them niggas mad because they awake. Niggas on cabinet drugs. The shit that their auntie used to take for her back is now we're getting these niggas high. They emotionally distraught. And you just need to know where the fuck the goddamn potty is in the store. And they mad because they got to do the job that they signed up for that they getting paid for. Young nigga, I didn't ask you to be here. You could die in your sleep. It'll help us all out. I might sound disrespectful, but your mama was disrespectful when she swallowed you. Listen to what I'm telling you. The young niggas in the world right now need better direction and guidance because they didn't get it because what they believe right now is based on how they feel and how they feel don't even matter. That shit's subject to change. It's a butterfly effect. You know what I mean? It will evolve into something bigger and stronger and more powerful and more beautiful over time. But you have to let that time actually happen. Most people are not ready for the time to actually happen. I live in the time of now. I don't have no gray area. So I communicate with people all the time and I try to get them to be real with themselves. Just be open and honest. Say what the fuck you feel. And people be like, you know, they kind of can't. They kind of scared to just, you know, kick the facts. You know, or you, you, you a punk, you a bitch about it. Don't be no bitch. You know, just just be honest. Be honest with a real one. Talk to a grown man about his feelings. And I bet you he'll divert them. You know what I mean? You ask a nigga how you doing, he'll tell you some sub surface level conversation. You know, you give him a compliment, he'll deflect it. You ask him about his pain, he'll be like, oh, nigga, because he don't want to seem like a bitch in front of you. But at the end of the day, the chromosome started off as a female. It split. So you all, all you niggas had some bitch in you. And then it just evolved over time. You know, some of you niggas kept it. Cool. That don't mean communication should be filtered just because you femininity. Emotional. Carl Thomas on the remix. You could be Carl Thomas on the remix. You know, but if you're emotional, you, that means you should probably express yourself a little bit more. So we get a better understanding. I've been in a lot of scenarios in the past few weeks. You know, the end of the year is coming up, people rushing. And a lot of things happen. I took a lot of losses. You know, my apartment flooded. I lost some close friends. Uh, I gained some enemies. I, I, I learned some new math. I started dealing with, you know, I was in school and you thought, okay, none of the stuff you learned in school really you applied it besides like reading and writing. Arithmetic, you ain't really did no geometry. Nigga, I started doing algebra in the streets now. Like, I'm really out here doing algebraic equations of this guy. Like, I'm in a whole nother level of math because multiplying ain't getting me what I'm trying to do. That's a small way. I got to actually compile numbers that I can't see. So I'm doing trig almost because I got to have a, a sum to this shit. And I got to see the solution before I even had a number. I'm going to X times Y divided by the fraction of this just so I can iron fist. You understand me? Uh, in this uh, in this community that I'm trying to get this stuff done, I don't really even have resistance. I just I have people who are learning proper ways to get this shit done. And that goes back to the initial situation I was talking about. It's about the youth and the people who were fooled, lied to, and pushed ahead with education. How can you say you actually have the tools to do the job? 
You know what I mean? So when I apply myself to trying to employ and search and utilize the community and the people around, I have issues because these young men don't want to work. Now I have, I work with a lot of ladies. Ladies get it done. Ladies already in pain. They pussy hurt. They back hurt. They already mad at a nigga. All this shit. Bill still got to pay, get paid. Kids got to eat. They got to get some shit done. Ain't no plan. Ain't no kick in. And if you, if that ain't your bitch, she ain't finna give you all that emotion. She ain't want you to know that she even feeling like that. These niggas, you call the nigga. First thing gonna do is try to act like everything cool. So then now you misrepresented and you asking the nigga to do something for you and he fucking it up because he wasn't honest with you. The bitch was honest with you. At least you know her shit is in shambles. So you ain't gonna put too much more shit up on her. That dude, you like, well, your girl, can you just grab that bag out the car? Because, uh, you know, you're going through a lot. But the niggas won't be honest. you know. And I say niggas a lot, so if that offends you, you know, it's cool. We're going to get to the Richard Pryor level in our life, and we're going to stop saying nigga because in Africa, there wasn't no niggas. But, you know, every time I call my niggas in Africa, they be like, what's up, my nigga? And I be like, is y'all just saying that to me? Because I'm from America. And they like, no, 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 no. So then I had to put a secret camera in an African village in Nollywood to watch them. And they were saying nigga to each other. It was just cultural. It was like rap music. It was like pop culture. It wasn't It wasn't the inflections of racism and disrespect. It was more of the, I heard this on a rap album, and this is cool, like Coca-Cola and Levi Jeans. Like it wanted to be accepted like it had been presented. But I seen Dave Chappelle speak on that, where he was fine. Well, it wasn't fine, but he was talk to, talking to some of the uh, executives at his show, and they were telling him he couldn't say the word faggot on his platform. But he was like, but he could say nigga all he wanted. And they was like, yeah, you can't say that because you're not one. Oh, so I can say nigga because I'm a nigga? All right. So I'm going to stop saying punk-ass nigga because I ain't one of them. So I'm going to just point the finger. When I point the finger, I'm talking to you punk-ass niggas, right? Let you, just let you know, right? You know, there's a few people I want to address. I want to address Pam. Hey, Pam, how you doing? If you don't know Pam, you're going to meet Pam. Over time, we're going to bring up Pam. We're going to have a long discussion about Pam. Everybody knows Pam. Ladies, you know Pam. You are Pam. But you don't know why you Pam. Pam has an acronym. It's a, it means something. So don't think that, you know, it's a woman named Pam and it's Nick. No, everybody knows Pam. And I'm going to bring her back into the conversation, but let you know that we're going to reference Pam a lot. Uh, I'm going to try to get a lady on this show. Dr. Dr. Tyler. Lady, I can't even tell y'all about it. I'd like pop some clips in one day, let y'all even hear how she get out. Because I wouldn't even do her justice. Like over time, you're going to see that I got a mouth on me. I talk crazy. Already listening to short what's my favorite word? Yo, bitch. So you gonna understand that I like that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Shout out to Corey Holcomb, fifty one fifty. Uh, shout out to Sam for the peace. Shout out, shout out, real people that talk how they feel. You know what I mean? Shout shout out to uh, Anderson Cooper. Yeah, that dude. He a good journalist. You know what I mean? Regardless of how he feel about shit, he get all aggressive about that shit. You know, I ain't never seen the fruit get ripe. You feel me? But, you know, I'm talking how I'm talking. So, in Atlanta, we got a lot of stuff going on referencing what I was just saying, the, the opinions and feelings of people. 
you know, we got some cases going on that I'm not going to speak of because that's not even my situation. My situation is how everybody's responding to what's happening to these in these cases. Everybody know what I'm talking about. There's some cases going on in Atlanta. It's a world famous thing. This is going on with world famous people. But the responses that I hear, the emotional standpoints, the viewpoints of the people that are not involved, not criminals, and never actually been in a federal case. It behooves me that you niggas don't even Google good words to say. Because you're assuming this is jail conversation. Now, I'm not going to tell you my opinions on the case, but I'm going to tell you this. The emotions of Atlanta are dictating what's happening in that case. Not the criminality. Not even the accusations. The emotions. They've had young boys go to the stand. They're asking rappers to come to the stand. The lady who got these dudes that are discharged ain't never rico no niggas in her life like this shit is horrible i come from where that shit is invented rico's three strikes all that shit i'm very versed in that that's why i don't have none of that shit going on me and i'm saying you can't get caught no rico because of that but if you're aware of what's going on knowledge will help you in most situations so the emotions of the city have been, you know, split, deterred. You know, people hate other people. Certain people don't like certain people, so they ain't happy about it. And other people is ecstatic. I I don't wish jail on nobody. I don't wish jail on nobody. If you my enemy, I'd rather kill you and you sleep in front of your mama house than you go to jail and be locked up with a bunch of men without the kind of soap you want. I used to talk to my cousin. He was in the feds. And my cousin was locked up. And he just used to be mad because he was a big boss player-ass nigga. Like having things, real money, big paper, big vehicles, all the shit. And he just wasn't used to just having his own amenities. Just the player in him was knocked down. So I can only imagine you dingy, dirty ass niggas ain't got shit to do. Hoping and wishing that you could be aligned with some niggas financially. And then they go get locked down and you feel like you justifiably supporting them by riding for their bullshit. Criminality is cool if you think criminality is cool. I ain't going to knock no gangster, no thug, no goon. But getting caught, that's a whole different thing. I, do what you do. All that getting caught shit, I don't know how you feel about that. Me, I'm not going to be in them situations. You know, we're not touching nothing. And at the end of the day, if you're touching something, then you need to wash your hands and keep your face clean. Listen to me. Wash your hands and keep your face clean. Nothing metaphoric about what I'm saying. Understand that's the real structure of life. And if you go back to the beginning of time, every nigga fails because they let their hands get dirty and they let their face get dirty. Once they was able to tag in touch, he was over. Man. You know, I want you to believe that I'm nobody. I'm just a small, uh, simple goat herder. You know, going to go stay with my cousin Larry. You know, I'm a, not from Zamunda. Um, you know, my name Balktakamist. I'm like Balky. I'm an older nigga. Cousin Larry. You don't know about that. Google that. We're going to talk about that pop culture one day, but not today. You know, I'm going to like some of this marriage of wanna. This ain't the unicorn forms that I'm rolling. I ain't going to let y'all even feel like that. So you like, this nigga wasn't even high when he was smoking this shit. Couldn't have been the shit he was referencing to sponsor Joanna. No, no, just the gremlin pack. You know, but we're going to get on it. My 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 shit is going to be hard to monetize because drugs, alcohol, marijuana, prostitution, narcotics, criminality, niggerism, all that. Now, if I get on the Larry King level where I can ask questions. So how long have you been a drug dealer? Now, I can do stuff like that. Then, you know, they'll let me talk to El Chapo, son. Hey, 
fuck all that. Side note, bar. If you are aware of what's going on in Mexico, if you are Spanish descent, if you have family in Mexico, if you was planning on going on a trip with your girl in Mexico next week, then cancel it. It's bad in the scope, in the Mexico, in the, in the Zatalan nation. Respect to all the Spanish-speaking people in America and any other place. But if you have people in Mexico, you should be aware of the struggle that they're going through. And it's all my business. I only speak on shit that be my business. I don't have, I don't care what the pharmaceutical company is doing because I don't sell packaged drugs. But I do live in an urban community where the minority is affected by everything that happens. And if the price of the dollar go down, if the price of water go up, then we affect. And I, I support anybody that supports me. And the Spanish community has supported me for a long time. So I just want y'all to know that. I am in solidarity with the people that are going through what they're going through in, in Mexico. And I ain't talking about the cartels. Salute to the cartels, too, because they make the police do their job out there. But in the midst of the cartels, that's a, that don't have nothing to do with me. But if you just, you know, you can't find somebody, you haven't been able to, you know, get in contact with your people, it's a lot going on down there. You know, be respectful of the different environments, but be understanding that they're not in control. You know, and that's and it's not even like a news cap. Like, I'm not one of them dudes that's going to get on pop culture events and be like, hey, yeah, you seen this on the news. Nah, this ain't my monologue. The things that I speak on is because I actually care about the situation. You know what I mean? Because, nigga, yesterday I made Spanish rice and black beans. You know? <laughs> so, you know, I fuck with that shit. You know what I mean? If I was making wings or something, I might have said something about some necros. You know? When the last time y'all have uh, called somebody that you love and told them that you hate them? Yeah, you know, that cousin that owe you that money, that bitch that you fell out with, call them and stop holding them emotions and tell them, fuck you. Say that. Just say it. Just be be aggressive. Yeah. And like you don't start getting a surge of people calling folks and being honest with them. And I say that because, like I was saying earlier, honesty of the emotions, the 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 the, the, the offset of emotions today is so confused because men are told not to be direct and women are told that they're too direct. And when I was growing up, women were emotional and men were aggressive. That was the common nature of things. Now they're trying to change that. But if you look into the wild, they don't change that. You know. The male is a male, the female is a female. Those words seem negative now in the world. Female, that's a negative word. Male is not negative for some reason. It's just like titties. You can't put women, lady, girl titties on TV. Nigga take his shirt off, man titties all on the screen. He play basketball in the scenes, five niggas running down the street, they all got their shirt off. That's not explicit. Same way, you know. So understand explicit is really only structured by who's offended. What if we build some emotional structure, then maybe everybody won't be so offended. You know, random thoughts that I have. Emotion, powerful. But is it directed? Do we have control of it? Should it always be projected? Should people always even care to listen? Like right now, you listening, watching to me, but why? Do you care about my opinion? Should I even have these opinions? Are my opinions valid? 
you know, the energy that I want to give you is like I'm sitting here in your living room with you. Like I pulled up, he was at the house, bro. What you doing? I'm finna come through, smoke something with you. Matter of fact, this, bro. Mm-hmm. That kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna be around that long. I was just in the neighborhood type shit. You know what I mean? That's the energy. I'm just in the neighborhood pulling up, but I'm kicking the one. I'm kicking some shit. And like I said, you missed a lot of the episodes. You know, we did a bunch of shit this year. We uh, you know. Had a week go by, seen you weak niggas go by, wave bye to you weak niggas all week. Because it's only been like seven, eight days in a week. So, you know what I mean? January 8th, my nigga, you niggas is late. I'm just barring you down with this weak shit. But this week I learned a few things. I learned that a lot of people make those uh, New Year's resolutions just to get Instagram posts and shit get numbers and views because they have no inclination to actually do anything like because they wasn't doing shit the day before like me and my team we've been creating things every fucking day to try to generate some shit to make things move to have the plan of action before the year started not the we're gonna sit down and get it together bro because if you're sitting down to get it together the day of, then you already late, you you behind. And that's going to be a deep conversation. Like, we're going to go deep and dive in that. Why you should plan ahead. Proper planning prevents a piss poor performance. You got to stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. You know? It, it takes time to make time. Time is not infinite because time is fake. We create it based on our feelings. Time is an emotion-based thing. You're in a rush because you, cause you're behind. You got all the time in the world because you're carefree. It's based on your emotions. Once again, all this is based on your emotions. How you feel will let you know if you got room to actually accept things and if you have time for it. You base all that on your feeling. Because time is fake. You know, I can call a nigga in California right now. I'm in Georgia. And he's going to tell me it's a whole different time. But we're going to be speaking at the same time. But it's not going to be the same time. Because time is made up platform. It's it's not infinite. It's not real. It doesn't even constitute movement. It constitutes registration so people can document things. I just found out that the census work that's done is documented for 50 years from now. So like when they do a census of how many people on earth they don't release the information for like 50 years. So what's the purpose of figuring out how many people in my house? Are y'all being nosy? Nope, because the information won't even apply for about another 50 years when niggas is like, so I wonder how many niggas were over there in Flatbush, Mississippi in 2022. You, you, you wouldn't know for 50 years. What makes this information valuable? I couldn't tell you. But what's what fooled me is how people get so emotional about when the census man come to your house. They get conspiracies and, and they're trying to document us. And, and that shit ain't, I ain't telling them people. Man, if you ain't an illegal immigrant, it don't matter. Matter of fact, you wonder why you don't have enough stuff in your community. It's probably because you're not documented. But because your emotions stopped you from answering questions to a man at your door, niggas are so filtered. They'll answer all the questions 
to sign up to that website. It's a whole scroll down menu of shit you didn't read. They said, we need your baby when you turn 12. We need your left pinky and your right ball. And you just scroll down and hit acknowledge, yes. But the niggas say, hey, we'll come to your senses. We just know if you got four people in your house. Man, I ain't telling you all my goddamn business. You don't even care what they're asking you unless you're emotionally ready to receive it. There's nothing wrong with processing things with how you feel, but are your feelings a valid structure and filter of actually getting the information right and processing it to where it actually works for you? Because if we look at time, we look at the past, most people who thought with their feelings end up hurt, killed, or fucked up in the situation because they didn't have discernment. They emotionally charged, they rushed, they assumed, and none of that stuff was right. They were extremely wrong. It hurt everything that they were trying to do. They weren't able to accomplish their goals in that situation. They were moving backwards because they felt this and thought this and assumed this, and none of that stuff was based in reality. Because your feelings. I make points that sound like they have nothing to do with nothing, but if you listen to them, I always know how to bring it back to my point. My point is that we got to get our emotions together, y'all. How you feel don't mean shit. I hate you niggas, but I'm talking to y'all. You know what I mean? I pulled up, see what was up. We at your house, nigga. We ain't at my house, nigga. Shit, you think I was gonna let you niggas come to my house? Shit, Christ. <laughs> then you gonna niggas be in the comments talking about, nigga, why this nigga live room look like this? Why this nigga boop, boop, boop? It had to be all in my feelings about how you feel about how I feel about some shit that I bought for my own feelings that don't, don't have no nothing to do with your regulation of them. You know what? I don't like his stuff. Who gives a fuck? Nigga, I didn't show you. Nigga, I didn't put it on public display. So we going to come here over on this set and do what the fuck. So you can't even, you know, when y'all start hating, I can't wait. So I could use it as filtration. I ain't blocking niggas. None of that. I'm using it to grow because I ain't in my feelings about my growth. Like I'm a whole human being. We grow. We evolve. And if we don't from learning, then we become a wall and we think we're growing based on the stuff we're doing which is repetitive movement. So there's no growth in it. We just think that the repetitive movement is good because we're doing it, but we're actually stagnant. These are other words you niggas don't use. You know, stagnation is not a word in your dictionary. I'm hating. I'm saying you niggas use four letter words all the time for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> but anyhow, you know, so the stagnation that you have in your life is based on it, the fact that you feel so many ways about things that you actually never do. Like I'm feelings are a response and a reflection for me. I can't have a feeling about a thing that I haven't done. I actually have to do something. And then it's like, okay, feelings are reflect. I feel based on therefore I, you know what I mean? The quotes of the white man's with the dirty fingers and bad teeth. But if you understand it, if you feel something before it even happened, nigga, that's called made up nigga. What is your source code? Where did you get this information from? Well, I feel like this shit ain't going to be cool. You know, my Spidey sense. Nigga, that's a made-up character. Nigga, ain't no Spidey sense. Get your goofy Wakanda ass up out of here. 
I don't support none of that Hollywood conversation. A lot of niggas put Hollywood bullshit in their explanation of real shit and then try to make it seem like it's reality. You know, nigga going through some shit, you know, but a nigga gotta keep his cape on and be Superman out here. Shut your bitch ass up. Like, please, hurry up and shut your bitch ass up. Stop using reference of fake shit. Nigga, you fucking up, nigga. Like your mama and your daddy in the kitchen having sex on the refrigerator, nigga. You fucking up. Listen to me. I've come here to start the middle. Not to begin in the middle. I'm in the middle. Like, I'm not starting the beginning of the process. Niggas been talking to me, listening to me for years. I am Tower, Tower for Hire. Hashtag Tower for Hire. Iron Fist Cookup Representative. Music producer, graphic designer, videographer, ogre family member. Threads culture and fashion supporter. You know what I'm saying? Bottom of the basement associate. You know what I'm saying? World went crazy, dude. You know what I mean? I'm saying a lot of, you know what I mean? You might not know about them people. If you do, then yeah, you know I'm part of them circle. I'll be around there. I'm over there. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm aware that the emotions of a lot of people have held them back from their greatness. Even myself. I can't speak from a, a place of not understanding if I don't understand who I am. I'm growing every day, and I don't want—I don't like that. I don't really like that kind of statement. Growing every day, well, get somewhere, Nick. Do something about yourself. Be better, Nick. When does that happen? That's what I'm on. So I understand that the emotions will hold you and control you sometimes. Sometimes you got to fight them. Sometimes you got to look at yourself. Sometimes the mirror is your biggest enemy. You don't got no ops. Let me say that again. You don't have any ops. Your opposition is not opposing you. To be opposed, you have to be positioned to fight. You have to have somebody to address you. They have to go against your ability and your status. They have to challenge your abilities against their abilities. You niggas talking to yourself like I am right now. You don't have any oppositions. Your baby mama not your op. Your parents are not your op. Your co-worker is not your op. You know who's your op? That fucking mirror. And that's why you niggas brush your teeth with your head down. You know? You scared to look at yourself. You a bitch. Don't be that way. You can let that shit go. You know? Like, you have to feel strong about yourself, but don't feel Superman about yourself. Don't be fake. That's fake. You know? Look at somebody in your family that got strength, that's alive, that's a real person. They can be like your uncle. Something, you know what I mean? Be like your mama, nigga. There ain't nothing wrong to be like your mama. Your mama was a strong bitch. She fucked your daddy. And he was an ugly nigga. All you niggas was ugly back in the day. You know, I, I seen the pictures. But you have to be strong. And mentally, physically, emotionally. And that takes time and effort. You know, I say things nonchalantly like that could just happen. But I understand there's a process in everything. And the process is is the journey as they say. And if you're not ready for the journey, then the path is bullshit for you. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to learn from it because you're not, you didn't come to experience to learn this stuff. You came to just get the answer. And most of you niggas that's searching for the answer, trying to get a quick way. Same niggas who are snitched, take digging the booty, lie to your family, shit like that because you're trying to cut corners. You know, but it's easy to point you niggas out. I can see you niggas. I, I've heard you niggas talk in circles and shit. You niggas be at Old Charlie's or some shit, random ass restaurants that don't nobody go to, sitting with a bunch of niggas that hate each other, lying and shit. It's cool, you know. Lie, lie on your dick, lie on your money, lie on your bitch. 
You, you same niggas be like, no new friends and all that shit. Because you don't have no niggas in your circle. You don't fuck with people. People don't know y'all. I was taught that a man of value was based on the fact that the men in his circle value him and utilize him and and thrive and thrive with him and invest in the thing that he does as a business. Okay, you a car salesman. Your niggas have bought a car from you, got car information from you, and asked you to help them with their vehicle because you do what you do. Nigga, if you get a, a field of expertise and none of your circle fuck with you on that, it's not how they feel about you. They know you ain't good at that shit. That's not your 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 value. That's not your uh your big prize winning point right there. You're not gonna get a Nobel priest prize for being that nigga. You halfway a sucker in their mind. But you cool people. You know, oh, but you cool people though. That's like you know, when a bitch say that it means she ugly. Oh, it means she cool people. Man, the bitch ugly. When a nigga cool people, he's not even trustworthy. You know. I know a nigga who I work with all the time, right? I can't rely on this nigga to do nothing. But I keep him around because that's what I can rely on him for, for not being reliable. And if I let him go, then I'll be worried about what the fuck this nigga doing because I can't even pinpoint what the fuck he's going to do next. If he was really my friend, he would he would talk to me, he would communicate. But he really just my partner. So he don't know he need to talk to me more because I'm so confused by his lifestyle. Have you ever met a nigga who carry an umbrella in the sun? Have you ever wear, met a nigga that wears sunglasses in the house? It's kind of backwards, nigga. You know what I mean? I know a few of them. But this guy, hilarious. Anywho, emotionally, if I let my emotions dictate how I feel about this person, we'd probably get into altercations. It'd probably be negative. I'd probably put hands on the nigga. But I'd be having to have the voice of reason have a voice of reason. Yeah. Voice of reason be like, smack this nigga. Then that voice of reason be like, you can't smack that nigga because that's not reasonable. <laughs> and I'm looking at these niggas arguing like, damn, I'm speaking in fourth person. This shit is crazy. And then I'm on the fucking podcast talking to myself in fifth person. This nigga crazy. Listen to me. This is the depth of emotion you niggas got to get out of because y'all be in fifth person talking to yourself about how you feel about what you would do if a nigga did something to you in a fake scenario that you making up in your head to have a response that would never happen. And then you be emotionally charged by that shit. And got a bunch of niggas in a circle talking about, huh? Yup, I feel you. Yup. All you niggas sound stupid. And on that point, I'm finna shut it down. I done rambled for about 42 minutes about you niggas. But I'm going to come back to this platform. Matter of fact, I might not be here. I might be somewhere else. I might be talking to some people. But I'm going to give you this rundown. I am the West Coast T.O., the best of the G.O. Flow, the hardest, regardless, any artist, live and direct. I do this shit for a check. My name is Tyler for Hire. This is the Bro with the Beard Podcast. You've been listening and watching me. You've been watching and listening to me. And you'll see me soon. I'm going to give you some time. I'm going to give you some days. I'm going to give you some sponsors. I'm going to bring some of my friends out. And like I said, you already late. So get up on me. I'm going to holler at y'all.